Hey there, Susanne here. Welcome to another episode of the Blissful Bliss podcast. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Thanks so much for tuning in. Today, I want to talk about your blog. Maybe this is you. So you started a blog, you posted enthusiastically your first few blog posts, excited about sharing your expertise and advice with your readers. But then nothing. Barely anyone reads it. Nobody shares it. Nobody seems to get what you are offering or how amazing it is. Next, you know, the thought of writing another blog post feels like it's just useless. You're not getting anywhere and you're contemplating burning your laptop and quitting your blog altogether. I know, it's a heartbreaking scenario. But here's the good news. What you are sharing is probably totally excellent and amazing. There are just a few tweaks you need to do to make your readers happy and your blog successful. Curious what they are? Stay tuned. Hey there, welcome to the Blissful Bliss Podcast. I'm your host, Susanne Reicher, here to help yoga and wellness entrepreneurs build a thriving online business. If you're ready to make a bigger impact and earn money online, you are in the right place. Each week you learn about websites, digital products, social media strategies, and what's working now to build your online business. And now let's get started. So you probably already know how important a blog is for your marketing, which is why you want to learn how to effectively manage your blog in a way that supports your business. A blog will help your SEO, so you show up on Google and new students can find you, you have content to share on social media, you establish yourself as an expert and deepen the relationship with your existing students. So why? Why do so many yoga teachers I talk to still have a laundry list of excuses for why they can't maintain a blog? Well, the time for excuses is over. And in this episode, I give you clear strategies and tips that you can put into action right away to find new joy and success with your blog. Step number one is to create a content calendar. When you wait to write a blog post until you feel creative or inspired, you are setting yourself up to fail. The truth is, blogging is work. Writing is work. You can't sit there waiting for divine inspiration. What do you think how successful writers get their books out there? By sitting down at the desk every single day, that's how. So you don't have to do that, but you need to have a plan and a little bit of discipline. The first step is to sit down and brainstorm ideas for blog posts. What do you want to write about? What do you think your audience would love to hear from you? What will help them, for example, to deepen their practice? When you come up with ideas, try to stay within your niche. For example, when you are teaching prenatal yoga, don't write about handstands or share meditation tips or recipes. Share things like 
three yoga poses for expecting moms, or what you didn't know about practicing yoga when pregnant. From time to time, it's okay to preach out, but your blog should have a definitive focus. This will help you attract new readers interested in this topic. It will also establish you as an expert and it will help you with Google because Google loves expert websites. You can have a notebook or planner where you write down your ideas. I have a board in Asana, my project management tool, where I save all my content ideas. Next, once a month, sit down and plan your post for the next month. Now that you have this treasure grove of content ideas, this should be really easy. Choose four content ideas, one for each week, and put them in your calendar. Next, you can write one post each week or, and this is what I recommend, even if I'm not always following my own advice, I'm far from perfect here. You can batch your work and write two, three or four blog posts in one go. So you have your ideas, but what should you write about? This brings us to tip number two, tell epic stories. Your readers want more out of posts than basic, generic text. Tell them a story. As Seth Godin said, marketing is no longer about the stuff that you make, but about the stories you tell. The more you share with your audience, the more they will trust you and help root you on in growing your brand. So don't just share facts that read like you copied them out of your yoga teacher training manual. I see this so often and really it's boring to read. Instead, share, for example, your story trying to master a pose, what you've learned on the way, how you failed. Focus on how you can make your reader feel special, learn something, get inspired or laugh. This can take you some time to master, and that's fine. What helped me is reading other people's blogs and look at which blog posts I liked. What did they do that made them interesting for me to read? What did make me want to read more? You can also add a video to your blog post. For example, if you want to explain how to do a certain yoga post, this would be a great idea. What I would do is to write a blog post and embed the video in it. This will give you double the chance showing up in the Google search results than just posting a video on YouTube. And when people are on your blog and not on your social media platform, you have an opportunity to also get them interested in your other offers. It's a little bit of extra work to create a blog post for every video, but it's worth it. Remember that each blog post can bring your visitors for years to come. Okay, now we have an amazing piece of content that you wrote full of stories and interesting insights. You lean back to admire your masterpiece. Everything is delightful. Oprah would be proud. There's just one thing that's missing and that's a great headline. Otherwise known as a title. I used to spend all my time writing blog posts and slap together a title at the last minute. Unsurprising, it was a horrible idea. You want to make your title so intriguing that readers have to click on them. Few people will read your content if your title isn't drawing them in. 
You should also consider what people are searching for. For example, you might be interested in things like Dharma or the chakras, but are your potential students really searching for that on Google or YouTube? Probably not. Here's an example how you can do that. Instead of writing how to find your dharma, you could write feeling stuck, three ways how yoga can help you find your purpose in life. So you can still share things about dharma, but in your title, you use different words. I hope this is helpful. Okay, here are some commonly used headline formats that are commonly used for a reason, because they work. How to headlines. Your crazy business customers love discovering tips, tricks and methods to make things better, easier and happier. Who doesn't, right? So, what can you teach? What also works are why I headlines. For example, why I shut down my first business even though it was successful. Your readers will love it when you divulge intimate true story details about your life, the behind the scenes story. And then you have list headlines, like five questions to ask yourself before hiring a private yoga teacher, or 10 yoga poses that will give you abs of steel. Lists are an excellent way to demonstrate your expertise and provide solutions to specific problems. In a quick-fire zippy format. People love them. There are a lot more headline formats, but these should get you started. Have a look at other popular blogs and what headlines they use and how they speak to that. For example, Mind Body Green, they have a lot of really great blog post titles, always inspiring. Or Do Your Yoga or Yoga Journal, they all have really great headlines that can inspire you. Okay, moving on, the next step is to promote your blog post. Look, I get it when you feel shy about sharing what you wrote, especially when it's a personal story and you feel vulnerable. Or maybe subconsciously you think you aren't really an expert and who are you to write about that? And people will find out you're a total fraud. There can be a lot of mindset issues stopping us from stepping up. I know because I had those two and I still do. I think we all do. The first step is to become aware of them, of what is stopping you from proudly sharing everything you put out there with the world. Because if you put your heart into your content, you own it to this post, to this piece of content, to share it and promote it, right? Okay, so here are a few things you can do to get your blog post in front of as many eyes as possible. Share your content with your mailing list subscribers. Oh, duh, huh? So obvious. Those folks hanging out on your email list, they subscribe for a reason, because they are hoping to hear from you when you've got something cool and new to share. So pop them an email to let them know, hey, I made something new for you, and then point them to wherever they need to go to find it. Don't just assume that people are religiously visiting your blog or homepage, eagerly refreshing, refreshing, refreshing every five minutes to see if maybe there's something new. They are not doing that. Nobody has time for that. So you must take it upon yourself to send your work to them. Take the love and bring it to the people. 
You can do this in many different ways. Here are two options to consider. You can copy and paste your entire piece of content or a slightly shorter version right into a newsletter and plus it out. Done. Somewhere in your newsletter, you put a link back to your website so that your readers are encouraged to visit your site, share your posts, or explore more of your work. Or you can craft an email where you start with a personal message at the top and then link to a few of your recent pieces of content in a list format. You can also add upcoming events you're doing or promote new offers. Then, of course, you share your blog post with your social media followers, a little Facebook update, an Instagram post. If you use multiple kinds of social media, share your new piece of content across all of the platforms that you use. I love Pinterest and get really good traffic from it, so I create a pinnable image for every blog post and post that on Pinterest. A pinnable image means that it's a portrait format, not landscape, because that works better on Pinterest. And I also add some text on it and my URL. You can see what that looks like when you go to my blog on susannareicher.com or check out Pinterest and search for something related to your topic, for example, prenatal yoga, and see what pins pop up and get inspired by that. You can also get crafty. If you create a piece of content and think to yourself, so-and-so would love this, then send it to them with a little love note explaining why you thought it would be absolutely perfect for them. So I hope these things will make creating new blog posts a more joyful experience for you. My next tip is to be consistent. The more you write, the better you will become. The 10,000 hour rule is real. It's Malcolm Gladwell who said it. It takes 10,000 hours to truly master anything. Time spent leads to experience. Experience leads to proficiency. And the more proficient you are, the more valuable you'll be. I cringe when I see some of my first blog posts. Cringe. And not all my posts are equally amazing. Some are good, some are better, some are just okay. The thing is, I put them out there. Progress, not perfectionism. You've heard me say that before. And I've been consistently blogging every single week since 2016. I see my blog and now my podcast as a marketing strategy. It's not a hobby. It's not a hobby. It's not something I do for fun. I mean, if your yoga blog is your hobby, by all means, do what's fun for you. But if you are an entrepreneur and you are ready to make a bigger impact and reach more people, you need to be strategic about your efforts. And this means being consistent. Now, I know that blogging every single week can be exhausting and it might not be possible for you. If that's you, post once per month. That's doable, right? Once per month, that's 12 posts per year. Commit to that. What I don't want you to do is post weekly for four weeks in a row and then stop for six months and then start again and so on. This won't get you anywhere. Consistency really is everything. It's so important. Okay, next let's look at what we all love to hate, Google. When you want a successful blog, you can't skimp on SEO. 
I'm far from an SEO guru, but the longer I blog, the more I realize how important SEO is for the long game. SEO, which means search engine optimization, is basically a game that you need to play so that search engines like Google will recognize your blog as a useful resource. If you get this right, it means that your relevant blog posts will appear high up when people search. Organic searches now make up about 50% of my traffic. The rest coming from links on social media, newsletters, or people going directly to my website. I get hundreds of visitors every day from my blog. And that's because of all the things like great titles and consistency and telling stories. But also it's because I've been doing keyword research and I've been doing some basic SEO since I started my blog. Keyword research is not a fun subject, I know, but it's crucial for long-term blogging success. I usually write my blog post first based on advice or stories I've got to tell. I then look for the keyword afterwards and find a way for it to fit naturally into what I've written. And then I use that keyword in my post. I add it to image titles or descriptions and headlines and the site URL and sprinkle it throughout the content. If you want to learn more about SEO, I have a podcast episode, How to Get Found on Google, is episode 9, and here I share more tips how to improve your search results. That's episode 9, How to Get Found on Google. I'll also add it to the show notes. So definitely listen into that. And my final tip for today, give yourself some grace, be patient, and be kind to yourself. Your blog writing skills are probably going to suck at the beginning. It's okay, it happens to everyone. Remember that it takes time to really get good at anything. Writing is no different. Stay consistent, read a lot and keep learning. Eventually you will get awesome. Blogging has the potential to change your business. I truly believe that and it's what helped me most in my business. My growth today all comes down to showing up and sharing valuable advice on a consistent basis. And I've seen this over and over again with other people. That's how you build trust and turn your website visitors and your followers into paying customers. And there you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode and are inspired to put the steps I shared into action. Go to SusannaRiker.com to see the show notes with all the steps listed. Thank you for listening. I cannot wait to connect with you again next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Blissful Biz Podcast. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. This would mean the world to me. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss a new episode. To learn more about how to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, my courses and membership, or to get instant access to freebies, workshops, and more, go to SusannaRiker.com right now. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time. Hey. 
Hey there, interrupting for a short announcement. I'm hosting a virtual bootcamp to help you kickstart your online business from May 6th to May 10th, and I would love to see you there. It's the Make Your First or Next $5,000 online bootcamp, and you can save your spot for this free virtual event when you go to my website, susannereicher.com forward slash bootcamp. That's S-U-S-A-N-N-E-R-I-E-K-E-R.com forward slash bootcamp. I'm going to go live every day from Monday to Friday with a live training on how to elevate your vision, choose your profitable niche, amplify your content, nail down your signature offer to make your first or next $5,000. I can't believe how freaking fun, valuable, and powerful this virtual event is going to be. You'll get five live stream trainings, all of the recordings in case you can't make it live or need to leave early, access to my new community, the Midlife Biz Hive, including tons of additional trainings for you to dive in, the chance to ask any questions in our calls or in the community. It'll be amazing. This event is a real game changer, whether you're just starting out or you've been at it for a while, but feeling a bit stuck around the maybe $2,000 to $3,000 monthly mark. If you're eager for more and ready to figure out the online business puzzle, this is the perfect place to kickstart your journey to bigger and better results.